The feel-good start to your day. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. I left home when I was young. Well, I didn't leave because I wanted to. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, out you get. Yes. Things have changed, I get that. But what about you? What was the age you left home? Look, I I was a bit older, I suppose. I was mm. 26. And, you know, I thought I wanted to get into radio. And I thought that meant I needed to travel around Australia. So what's the point of me uh, getting kicked out of home? We you know my parents never put it in that way. But they, they say, you know, we're welcome to... We're happy to support you mm. until well, you move on to something. But a lot of kids you know, my age, aren't getting out of home until they're able to afford a house, which is getting more and more difficult Correct. in this climate. Spot on. I agree 100%. Uh, when you said that to your mum and dad about getting into radio, did they say, so would you like a choice of getting into radio <laughs> or joining the circus? They're both similar. Mm, anyway. Would you like fries with that? Yes, all <laughs> those like conversations. That. But I had a friend who pretty much as soon as she turned 18, her dad was like, right, so you pay board, otherwise see ya. Mm. So there are different approaches, yeah. and it, I understand I was in a privileged position where I wasn't said, I'll see you later. So, yeah, I, I definitely there's different scenarios based on how different families work. Well, Mackenzie, my son's 22 now. His mother's like, oh, well, we'll go at some stage yet. And, I, and I'm like, why? Yeah, where's oh, the rule? Is there a rule written sweet. somewhere? Is there? Is there a You're... script that we follow? No. I think as long <laughs> as he wants to be there, great. I mean, there's no... Things have Are changed. you scared of conversation with just your wife and not having him as backup? I could be. But besides <laughs> that, he's just a good boy and um, you know, I'm very lucky. But at the same time, uh, I also what you said is spot on. It's not easy to be out there on your own these days. In our, you know, we got away with it. We might have um, shared a house with 75 other people or whatever, but <laughs> it certainly was a lot cheaper back or it felt like it was a lot cheaper than what it is today. There's a lot more responsibility, I think, with, with mm. all that today. Is there an age? Is there an age that it mm. feels like... You need to be out of home. Or is that no longer existing in 2024? Is there an age where you just go, mm, that might be a bit too old? Mm, I want to hear this because uh, he's 22 and I've got no interest in him leaving home. His mother does. Uh, we'd oh. love to hear from you, though. One triple three five three. as the, you said. What is the, the question we're posing, Jules? Because I get emotional with it. <laughs> How old should you be? Uh, or should your kids be before they leave home? Julie, what are you thinking? Well... I left home at 19. Um, our two boys, just by chance, were both around 23 when they moved out with their partners. They bought a house together, mm. have since got married and had kids. But while they were at home, they paid a minimal amount of board just to contribute and I suppose show them that everything's not for free. Yep, mm. I like that. Not taking advantage of the situation and how lucky they were. Yeah. yeah and they can eat. Yeah, yes. that, yeah, that too. Thanks, Jules. Uh, Alana, what are you thinking? Is there a certain age where the kids should give the get the raspberry and sars, or are you the yeah, opposite? No, I, I don't think so. I'll look, my mine are in their twenties, and they um, left, came back, left, came back, left. Yeah. Um, and I think as parents, you know, look, we've got a responsibility to our kids yeah. um, to be, you know, to raise them to be good people, and whether that's they just come back. Um, you give them a hot meal, some good advice and a pat on the head and send them on their way, mm. you know, we, 
we need to look after our kids. That's, yeah. We have them and we, we have a responsibility to them. Yeah, I'm either sorry. that or we send them off on their way and we end up paying their bills for them anyway. Um, wow. <laughs> it's true. Right, let's head to, uh, well, head to your place, Wendy. Wendy, uh, what are your thoughts? Is certain age on Triple M that you think the kids should uh, do a runner? Well, um, I don't know. Um, I, my daughter got the chance to buy herself a house um, and I live with her. And oh. my other daughter got me a granny flat built on their place oh, yeah. for me. So that, um, so yeah, I moved out of her place. So what? I'm, so she's I'm repaying the favour. Yes, I well, love nice. that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She said she had a goal of getting a house or something by thirty, which she did. And I was allowed to live there until my place was done. So That's awesome. Was, when you were looking at the plans for the house, you were like, and where am I living? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We all knew this before. Um, and it was just a place to sleep. And have a roof over my head until my other place was That's done. awesome. So and, and I reckon safe. that's what's going to happen, Wendy, in the future is that, you know, the, the kids will end up living in the house and we'll be in the bloody one outside. <laughs> yeah. Your local breakfast show, Coggo and Jules, for breakfast, Triple M. All the game shows are back, Jules, aren't they? Yes, it's fantastic viewing. I get super involved in game shows and I think, oh, I can win these. Yeah. This one is such a cool concept. Tipping point. And the legend, Todd Woodbridge, OAM, with us this morning. Hello. Toddy. Good good morning, Jules and Coggo. How are you this morning? Yeah, just get it around the other bloody way, Todd. It's Coggo <laughs> and Jules. <laughs> I was doing it like, it was the etiquette, though, Coggo. I know, I know oh, it's I know, wrong, mate. but you know, I know. always put the lady. Hey. But my mum taught me that when I played mixed doubles that lady had to walk around the net first and all of that <laughs> sort of stuff, so... You hey, know. Well raised. Hey, Toddy, I'm going to tell you something that Jules is really going to hate. You're not going to like this, Jules, are you? What? You know where I'm going with this, don't you? No, I don't. Todd, Jules said to me before half an hour ago, she said, Does Todd, did Todd play tennis? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's now going back to Coggo and Jules. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coggo and Jules now, mate. <laughs> yeah. You got us there, Todd? Ooh. Hello? Oh, we just lost him. I think we did. Did you offend him? Maybe. Hello? Oh, Hello. yes, we got you there. He's back. Right, I'm in the shower now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, mate. Stay in that one spot, Toddy boy. That's perfect. Just whip the, uh, mate, get rid of that tennis racket and just keep your... <laughs> just keep the towel wrapped around. You were saying there was a pretty exciting jackpot. Yeah, so the thing you love about contestants is the, how the age gap is. You know, we've had an 18-year-old win 50,000, and, and later in the series we've got an 85-year-old winning a jackpot. She was beautiful. <laughs> so you just get this blend of the community and... Um, just, she was sassy and there's everything in between so it's absolutely fantastic I, I just love the people that come on the show Todd, hey. we asked this of Grant Denyer I know obviously we love the concept tipping point, there's, there's so many options we asked Grant Denyer if there was another game show that he could be part of, what would it be? Could we ask you the same question? Oh uh, you know, if you brought back family food I've got a pretty <laughs> wacky family mm. um, there's, there's, a, there's enough sort of a personality in our family that that could be very interesting. <laughs> and you meant to say to answer the real answer to that question, you got it wrong, by the way, Todd, is when Jules said, who's Grant Daniel? That's what you should have said. Who? Who's Grant Daniel? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny in a way because people have said to me, you know, how have you ended up being a game show host and who are you going to be like? And you go, well, mm. like, I'm not going to be like any of them no. because you, like when you're an athlete or I think the best analogy is, is sports broadcast. When I started doing commentary for tennis and um, I asked, um, asked my producer, you think if I went up to Bruce McEvaney, you know, sit down and give me a hand, he goes, 
He might, but why don't you just watch Bruce, take the best of him, and then be yourself mm. with what you see? And it's the yeah. same kind of thing in this job is that um, you watch those guys. Grant's obviously just a professional. Larry Emder, the, the whole works, and you go back to Tony Barber, you know, coming on down and all those types of things <laughs> from The Price is Right. And you go, okay, can't be them. I'll try to be a bit of myself in yeah, that role it. and get people to sort of see if they can appreciate you for what you are. No, it's Fantastic. a great format. You do a great job. And certainly um, it's a difficult one as well because of the fact that, you know, there's so many others doing it. So you've got a bit of competition. And I think we said to Grant <laughs> the other day, Jules, that it seems to be um, game show, if it was radio, it would be game show FM, isn't it, at the moment? Yes. There's loads out there. Everyone is into their game shows. Yeah, it's come back. Yeah. And I think part of it's been, obviously, you know, that, that COVID bit where we're all stuck at home and we've all sort of enjoyed just getting lost in something that's simple but entertaining. And, you know, there's a bit of general knowledge to it. There's a bit of luck to it. And people are like that. It's, it's, it's not as serious and you can actually have a bit of a good time and escape. And I think that's really important in the way we get so busy these days. We'll get more of it. Tipping Point every weeknight at 5 p.m. on Channel 9. Todd Woodbridge, thank you so much for your time and can't wait to see more of it. Good on you guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, Todd, just before you go, um, it's Coggo and Jules. Yeah, yeah, I know that now. <laughs> Absolutely. Jules and Coggo, we'll co- stick with that. <laughs> we, we, we've got to just make sure you keep on listening to Coggo and Jules. Yay! Hey, Todd Woodbridge. Thanks, Good buddy. on you. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Togo and Chills for breakfast. Get more after this. Clearly, I have not stopped thinking about the shows that, you know, we're presenting as Triple M, you know, T-Swizzles in the country, all that, because turns <laughs> out, yeah, Tay-Tay, Nay-Nay, whatever. Apparently, <laughs> I have been very vocal in my sleep as of late. Mm. Uh, my partner, Peter, said, you have not stopped talking about booking concert tickets that I have thought you were awake this whole time. So he will ask me, dead set in my sleep, Jules, what, are you awake? And I say, yes, absolutely. I do not have any in recollection. To the point where oh, I'm wow. saying, okay, we're going on this night and we're going to this concert and, yeah, they're performing at Marvel Stadium and all this sort of nonsense that I've gone insane. I think I'm an avid sleep talker and I hope that I'm not the only crazy person out there that does weird things in their sleep. Not only that, I've moved money around while in my sleep. What do you mean move money around? How does that I, work? I charge my phone next to me on my bedside table, mm-hmm. pick it up in my sleep, unlock it somehow. You know, usually I have to do the face ID thing. I must yeah. go put in the code. Open up my banking app, start moving money around to the point where I've opened it up when I'm awake and going, where, what, what's happened? Who has robbed me? Myself. Have you spoken to anyone professional about this? <laughs> I think I Because it's to. an issue. <laughs> we do, I know we do things in our sleep, which we do and say, and uh, my lovely one's got a habit and she'll say, no, I haven't, but she has, <laughs> of go. laughing out loud. Go, oh. <laughs> oh. And she doesn't do that normally. It's not, she's That's not a laugh funny. out louder person. Do you, wa- do you wake her up later and then ask, hey, what were you dreaming about? Um, I don't because she doesn't believe it. I go, geez, you were laughing, you were laughing, you got to laugh, and she goes, no, it wasn't. I go, all right, oh, you wow. were. So I should tape it, but yes. I made a mistake years ago personally. This is a long time ago, and it was, no, like, um, she said to me, you okay, you're awake, you're awake, and I I didn't, you know, apparently I was half asleep or whatever, and I, <laughs> she couldn't wake me, and she said, you're all right, and I said, I'm fine, Judy. 
Judy. And then she wanted to Another know who woman. Judy was. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go down well at all. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Look, hopefully we're not the only crazy ones mm. here on Lily Street. Maybe everyone else does something a little bit different too <laughs> in their sleep, whether it's talking, whether it's something else, or walkers. I reckon there's walkers out there too that go for a bit of a wander in their slumber. Sleepwalking, yeah, there could be too. Mm. But look, whatever you do that's silly, uh, we, need, we, we need to hear from you basically. Yeah, one triple three five three. What did you do in your sleep? Even when you're half asleep, you can still ring us. Cam, what's your story, mate? When you sleep, what happens? No, no, it didn't happen to me. It happened to uh, the best man at my wedding. He, he was asleep. He rolled over and he grabbed a handful from his wife, but she turned around and said, Cameron, stop it. And, <laughs> oh, no. And um, it made the visit quite awkward when I went there last time. <laughs> oh, dear. Is there any truth in this, Cameron? A hundred percent. No, I'm talking about what she said. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're in big trouble, Cameron. Uh, Let's go to Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, Jules, throw the question at Rebecca, please. Well, Rebecca, it wasn't you, right? It was someone that you live with that was doing something weird in their sleep. Definitely. It was my husband. Um, He is renowned for sleep talking. He can quite often just have a conversation with me, (laughs) a proper conversation. I'll understand what he's saying. He'll understand what I'm saying. Have no recollection in the morning. Yeah, that's me. But this this particular time, the shower went on at about one o'clock in the morning. And I thought, (laughs) what the heck is going on here? One of the kids has snuck into the ensuite. What is going on? I walk in there and my husband's having a shower. Sleep showering. Okay, nothing random. He was literally sleep showering. He has absolutely no recollection of it the next morning. He got himself undressed. He even used a towel, um, but just chucked it on the floor, got his pyjamas back on, and hopped back into bed. And I'm like, are you okay? I thought maybe he was sick. And he's like, nothing. I got nothing from him. And I thought, holy moly, you are sleep sharing. You sleep shower. So, like, he's nice and dry the whole lot. New PJs. No, not new PJs. He put in. He put on his old ones. What a I waste. just. I actually don't. I don't know. I, I don't know how the water didn't wake him up. No. I really just. I have no idea. And when I said to him in the morning, "Do you have a weird sleep or anything last night?" He's like, "No, everything's fine." I'm like, Are you "Sure." Great. Hey, and um, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Rebecca, I am so breaking into your house. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, Siobhan, what is it with you when it comes to sleep? What story are you going to tell us? Sure. Good morning, Cogger and Jules. Hello. Um, we, uh, well, I was late in my pregnancy and I had a massive craving for oranges. So uh, one morning I woke up and obviously during the night in my sleep, I'd gone and got four oranges mm. and cut them up in bed, walked back to bed and cut them up in bed with a serrated knife. Ooh. Yeah, in my sleep. Did you eat them? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Wow. Made a mess in bed. Um, well, I think yeah. I had I had some some orange quarters on my on my bedside table, some on the floor, all all eaten, and the serrated knife was on my doona on top of my doona. So did someone tell you about this? Because how, how did you know you yeah, were doing it? Say, yeah. sleep? I, I I woke up and I was like, it was just all on my side of the bed. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah yeah, and hey. I had like juice juice there as well, so it was <laughs> pretty Gee. obvious. Your husband didn't wake up and go, that's not a knife. This is a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Your local breakfast show. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Triple M.